0: Hello and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 3rd of January 2022. In InfoSec news this week, Microsoft has released an emergency fix for a year 2022 bug which is breaking email delivery on on on-premise Microsoft Exchange servers. As the year 2022 rolled in and the clock struck midnight, Exchange admins worldwide discovered that their servers were no longer delivering email. After investigating, it was discovered that mail was getting stuck in the queue and the Windows event log showed one of a number of errors, which were caused by the Microsoft Exchange server checking the version of the FIP FS antivirus scanning engine and attempting to store the date as a signed int32 variable. However, this variable can only store a maximum value which is less than the new date value for January 1st, 2022 at midnight. Due to this, when Microsoft Exchange attempts to check the AV scanning version, it would generate a bug and cause the malware engine to crash. According to Microsoft's advisory, the version checking performed against the signature file is causing the malware engine to crash, resulting in messages being stuck in transport queues. Microsoft has released a temporary fix requiring customer action while working on an update which will be automatically fixing the issue though Microsoft have warned that this process may take some time depending on the size of the affected organisation. They have also provided steps which admins can use to update the scanning engine manually. After running the provided script, Microsoft says emails will start delivering again, but it may take some time to complete depending on the amount of email stuck in the queue. Microsoft have also explained the new AV scanning engine will be a version number referencing a date which does not exist, and admins should not be concerned. The newly updated scanning engine is fully supported by Microsoft. While we have need to work on this sequence in the longer term, the scanning engine version was not rolled back, rather it was rolled forward into this new sequence, according to the advisory. The scanning engine will continue to receive updates in this new sequence. Trojanized installers of the Telegram messaging application are being used to distribute the Windows-based Purple Fox backdoor on compromised systems. According to new research, published by Minerva Labs, describing the attack as different from intrusions, which typically take advantage of legitimate software for dropping malicious payloads. To quote the release, this threat actor was able to leave most parts of the attack under the radar by separating the attack into several small files, most of which had very low detection rates by typical antivirus engines, with the final stage leading to the Purple Fox rootkit infection. First discovered back in 2018, Purple Fox comes with rootkit capabilities, allowing the malware to be planted beyond the reach of security solutions and evade detection. A report from back in March 2021 by Guardicore detailed its worm-like propagation features, enabling the backdoor to spread more rapidly. Then, in October 2021, Trend Micro researchers uncovered a .NET implant dubbed Foxsocket deployed in conjunction with PurpleFox, which takes advantage of WebSockets to contact its command and control infrastructure, as a more secure means of establishing external communication. According to that advisory, the rootkit capabilities of PurpleFox make it more capable of carrying out its objectives in a stealthier manner, allowing PurpleFox to persist on affected systems as well as deliver further payloads to the compromised machines. Last but not least, back in December 2021, Trend Micro shed light on the later stages of Purple Fox's infection chain, which involves targeting SQL databases by inserting a malicious SQL Common Language Runtime, or CLR module, to achieve a persistent and stealthier execution and ultimately abuse the SQL servers for illicit cryptocurrency mining. The new attack chain, observed by Minerva, commences with a Telegram installer file, an AutoIt script, which then drops a legitimate installer for the chat app and a malicious downloader named textinput.exe, the latter of which is executed to retrieve next stage malware from the C2 server. Subsequently, the downloaded files proceed to block processes associated with different antivirus engines before advancing to the final stage, resulting in the download and execution of the Purple Fox rootkit from a now shut down remote server. According to the release, We found a large number of malicious installers delivering the same Purple Fox rootkit version using the same attack chain. It seems like some were delivered via email, while others, we assume, were downloaded from phishing websites. The beauty of this attack being that every stage is separated into a different file, which are useless without the entire file set. A new ZLoader campaign is exploiting Microsoft's digital signature verification to deploy malware payloads and steal user credentials from thousands of victims from 111 countries. This campaign, orchestrated by a threat group known as Malsmoke, appears to have started it back in November 2021, and is still going strong according to a release from Checkpoint. ZLoader, also known as Turdot and DE Loader, is a banking malware first spotted back in 2015. Which can steal account credentials and various types of sensitive private information from infiltrated systems more recently zedloader has been used to drop further payloads on infected devices including ransomware payloads such as ryuk and egregor malsmoke has explored various ways of distributing the info stealing malware ranging from spam mail and malvertising to using adult content laws in the most recent campaign Tracked and analysed by researchers at Checkpoint, the infection begins with delivering a java.msi file, which is a modified installer of ATERRA. ATERRA is a legitimate enterprise remote monitoring and management software widely used in the IT sector. As such, AV tools are unlikely to warn the victim, even if the installer is slightly modified. It is unclear how the threat actors trick the victims into downloading the malicious file, but it could be through cracks found on pirated software resources or spear phishing emails. Upon execution, ATERRA creates an agent and assigns the endpoint to an email address under the threat actor's control. The attacker then gains full remote access to the system, which allows them to execute scripts or upload and download files, most notably z and malware payloads. ATERRA's remote monitoring solution comes with a 30 days free trial, which is more than enough for the adversaries to carry out the attack. Analysts have confirmed that the appcontast.dll, which executes the zloader payload and the registry editing script, carries a valid code signature, so the OS essentially trusts it. Analysts compared the modified link library with the original one from ATERA and found slight modifications in the checksum and signature size. These subtle changes aren't enough to revoke the validity of the e-signature, however, but at the same time allow someone to append data onto the signature section of a file. Microsoft have known about this security gap since 2012, referenced as part of CVE 2012-0151, and they have attempted to fix it by releasing increasingly stricter file verification policies. However, for some reason, these remain disabled by default. You can find instructions on fixing this issue yourself by enabling stricter policies as detailed in the legacy advisory. Although the number of victims does not seem alarmingly large, These attacks are highly targeted and can cause significant damage to each victim. Because the infection vector is currently unknown, the best way to protect against this threat is to follow the policy tightening recommendations. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.